guys welcome back to frosty cinnamon a podcast where i use personal experiences and a bit of research to try and navigate through mental health introversion and being a christian young adult in the 21st century as always before we get into it let us look at today's frosty myth and cinnamon fact Our frosty myth for today comes from psychology today and the myth says that you either have self-esteem or you don't self-esteem can seem so elusive and out of reach that many deem themselves fated to a life of low self-worth they imagine that some people have the gift of loving themselves through amazing parents perfect childhoods or fortunate genetics that's funny and that they have lost the lottery on the gift of self-esteem and psychology today gives us our cinnamon fact which is that self-esteem is learned through a series of interactions with the environment and others over time and through your reactions to these experiences so you should start by seeing your setbacks as opportunities for growth and new learning versus ultimate statements regarding your worth as a human when you don't succeed or feel rejected instead of giving up on yourself entirely consider what you can take away and learn from that certain experience and that's it for our frosty myth and cinnamon fact segment let us get into our main topic for the day So I read a quote the other day. I'm not really sure who wrote it, but it said that relationships are like glass. Sometimes it's better to leave them broken than hurt yourself trying to put them together. And this really resonated with me because there was a time in my life where I was very black and white about my relationships so it was either i trusted someone implicitly assuming that they would never intentionally hurt me or i believed they wanted to cause me pain and questioned everything they did you know and this was like a trend throughout my entire childhood my teenagehood to part of my 20s actually and i'm not even far into my 20s but Because of growing up, I realized that I needed to at least allow room for a gray area where people can be human and where I need to understand that as human beings, we make mistakes and people will do things that will need me to forgive them. They'll do things that will need me to be understanding, right? And when I adopted this new way of thinking of black gray and white i found myself sticking in relationships that were quite toxic and hurtful and i think it also like kind of ties into my frosty myth for today that um the whole self-esteem thing and how you either have self-esteem or you don't you know 
and I used to always be that person who used to believe like dude how can this person have so much self-esteem like how do they know their self-worth and love themselves that much it must be because they had both parents growing up and they were loved like that they had all their attention their childhoods were perfect were perfect right and it used to trouble me because I was like well maybe I don't feel so great about myself because I didn't have really amazing parents or I didn't have the perfect childhood I had good parents I had parents who did what they needed to do actually I'm lying I had a mom who did what she needed to do to be my mother and I'll forever be grateful to her for all the sacrifices she ever made for my siblings and I she would go to work from six to six she'd come home we barely saw her because she'd just come home eat and go to bed and by the time we were awake to prepare for school she was already gone to work you know and she played the role of a mom and a dad to us she made sure we had all our basic needs like we never needed anything you know we always had the basic needs we had food we had clothes we had education we had all that and for a long time i think as a child you it's kind of hard to like believe that your parent loves you when you see your other friends having all these intimate gatherings and get together with their parents you know friends and their families they're this family that you can only wish for because your parents aren't really into that kind of thing which is what I'm going to be talking about today actually I'm making this podcast kind of faint because I probably should be talking to someone but I am also really like not brave enough to but I've had a really terrible day today. Actually, I think it's been it's only been two days into this week and I haven't been productive. And a lot of people who know me know that as much as I don't want to, I do place my identity in my productivity and my academics and my education, whatever, yeah, you know. Being productive is where I find my self-worth. Like, if I'm not being productive, then who am I? Like, what am I doing with my life kind of thing, right? But last week, uh, I think it was probably Friday or Saturday, I heard, like, really terrible news. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It depends on how you look at it. But to me, it was very, it hurt me a lot. And I think my brain is taking time to process the news, which is why I'm finding myself feeling so listless. Like yesterday, I spent the day in bed. I had classes. I attended them. I didn't take any notes. I I couldn't tell you what the teacher, what the lecturer was talking about, honestly speaking. I just had the class on just just for attendance, honestly. But I spent the whole day in bed. I think the only time I got up was to make food and it started raining. So I was like, oh, let me just go take a bubble bath. Maybe it'll calm me down. But that's the problem is, although I know what's happening, I can't really place it because my brain seems blank. But I feel like 
the same news is troubling me anyway we're gonna get into that because that's what the whole like podcast is about today right but the reason why i actually named this podcast episode scarlet thread or when the scarlet thread breaks is because i'm christian and the concept of the scarlet thread comes from the bible well at least that's where i first like heard of it so as the story of the bible goes the entire book reveals god's plan of redemption right to a fallen mankind and the scarlet thread running throughout the bible is a picture of the blood of jesus that was shed on the cross to wash away our sins right and it's always been like such a fascination to me how god didn't need a plan b it's always been a plan a from the beginning and as you as, as you continuously grow in your faith you continuously realize that jesus was there from the start like it's always been this way it wasn't like a last minute oh eve ate the apple now oh it wasn't an apple but eve ate the fruit so now we need to come up with a second plan no that was always the plan right and the reason why i, I kind of like titled my thing when the scarlet thread breaks is because as i as i looked for more definitions of the scarlet thread i realized that in circular culture it is commonly seen as an invisible thread wrapped around the fingers of people who are destined to meet and in most cultures the color red is seen as the color of happiness or love i mean we all see it like on valentine's day there's a lot of red stuff happening and to me it was very like it made me think of whatever i'm going through right now because as Jesus blood was the scarlet thread that joined together all the stories in the Bible. I also had somebody who obviously is not Jesus, but like, well, it is Jesus, but it's not, not in the story. This person was my link to everything else or everyone else in my family, you know, having, I think I've spoken about my dad. I think my first podcast upload was me talking about how i forgave my dad and i did i did i do actually i will never understand why he never wanted to be part of our lives like that but i forgive him and i love him and i'm so grateful that he played a part in me being here today right but he also played a part in me having so many like mental doubts or self-doubts you know about if i'm worthy of other people's love and affection and adoration if i'm worthy of people sticking around i mean i think it's like the cliche thing of saying if the person who literally gave me a life could not be bothered to stick around for like two seconds to get to know me why would someone who i am not genetically or dna related to why would they stick around kind of thing and i think i keep hurting myself by thinking that but as much as i think i've moved on from it it's been such a prevailing 
like thing effect it's been a factor that's been affecting me continuously like i struggle a lot i think i'm only talking about like men in this episode i'm gonna do another episode where i'm gonna talk about like other issues that talks about the female side of my issues but like my the male side of my issues all stem from well my dad wasn't around he was but he wasn't really if he wasn't bothered to get to know me why are you bothered like that's why i that's why i had a black and white you know kind of view of relationships it was either it's either you're like my dad or you're trying to not be like him so that you can show me in a, in a later stage that you're just like him so it was always like yeah sure you can be part of my life but i'm constantly waiting for you to mess up and leave kind of thing you know or to act like you're there but you're not really there so yeah anyway so the thing is that apart from my dad i can never complain that i had such a terrible childhood uh i lacked male supervision and that's the reason why i'm so messed up no 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 my mom did the best she could to never to make sure that we never felt the absence of a male counterpart in this family dynamic right but also the huge part of it is i always had my uncle so my mom's little brother he was always there like I can never think of a time where he was never there. He was there all the time. And that kind of, it kind of like made the fact that my dad wasn't around feel like a second thought, you know? I never thought about it. It never hurt me that much because I always had my uncle to be that male guidance that I need on how to do that. So he was the one person I absolutely adored I'm talking in past tense because that's how the story goes but he was I adored him with all I am like I respected him he was Loki my role model like he was just my my he was my rock yeah he was that constant stable thing in my life I never like I knew that he would always be there. Even when a lot of people left, I always knew, like, well, it doesn't matter. I have my uncle in my corner, you know. And so, in a way, he was the scarlet thread that held me together, that connected me to my mom, that made me not resent my mom, that made me not want to move away from my family. Even when I did move away from my family, he was still the link he was that scarlet thread he joined us back together and i appreciated that a lot and i think he was definitely like the reason why i still had hope and i still had trust in men kind of thing um but yeah anyway there the is i mean there's also tristan he's He's also something I'm going to talk about. He's someone I'm going to talk about. But after this, I'm just going to talk about my uncle for now. Okay. So, he was that person. He, you know, like the whole, like, 
oh men are trash but i'll be like oh men are trash but my uncle isn't or stuff like that you know that because he was that guy he set a good example of what a man should be in in the world and to somebody who did not have her father be that kind of picture i really appreciated that i appreciate the fact that he was that link to me and never had to want for anything because of him and yeah so last year things happened there was a whole drama happening about him seeing another woman and i'm talking about this story because my aunt gave me permission to talk about it but yeah there was a whole thing about him seeing another woman and he denied it and he completely turned on me because i was the link between him and my aunt and the situation and the people involved anyway he denied everything and he turned on me and so did the family i remember my mom sent me a really hectic text i think to this day i don't know like i think yeah it was a really hectic text um with vms and everything calling me a homewrecker uh telling me that my uncle's kids would grow up without a dad because of me you know and saying stuff like just because you didn't grow up with your dad doesn't mean you have to ruin it for these little kids and to be honest it really hurt me because first of all the whole story did not come from me people looked for someone to pin the blame on and because i was the link i got the full brunt of everything i obviously like because i was being attacked i i just ended up telling my aunt everything i knew at that point because i was just like you know what if you already think i did it i didn't say anything but if you already say i did it in the first place i might as well just tell her what i know right so i did and the whole situation blew up and it blew up at a really hard time because a week after it blew up one of my really close like definitely adopted little sister we grew up together she passed away and it was so unexpected i mean she was sick but i had spoken to her that like a few days before i had seen her we had laughed she was okay and it came as such a shock to me and this whole thing was happening so my family was not talking to me i went to this funeral um my uncle was there he wasn't talking to me completely ignored my existence it hurt uh i was already going through like that whole stuff and i don't remember i think i i, I had such a severe mental breakdown i remember coming back from the memorial they had put up her friends from school had organized the memorial at her house and i remember coming back i remember looking in the mirror and i don't know i don't know something in me snapped i I don't actually to this day i still don't understand what happened that day but i remember looking at myself in the mirror and taking a pair of scissors and cutting my hair like i literally just grabbed my hair and i cut it with a pair of scissors and I remember after cutting my hair and I was cleaning up the hair that was on the floor, I remember holding my hair in my hands and wondering what the hell did I just do? Because I was gen- I had just started growing my hair again, you know. I'd cut it at the beginning of the year, last year, 
was at my sister's house. I cut my hair. It was like kind of a, I didn't cut all of it. I cut it like all the relaxed parts so I can leave it natural. And I was like, oh, new year, new me. Kind of, I was so excited about growing in nature again. So when after I realized what I had done, it was like such a sloppy job as well to see to show that I was really like not in the correct mental space. I cut my hair and I remember looking at it in my hand and I just started crying because first of all, I really was upset about my hair. Second of all, everything that had happened that day was just a lot. I'd seen my uncle. I couldn't talk to him. Everyone else was talking to him and to me about him. And I couldn't talk to him. And he was once my rock. You know, he was once the person in my family who I was like, you know what? He's my go-to person. If something hurt, I will be able to talk to my uncle kind of thing. And the fact that I couldn't had hurt me so much. And I remember, I think I packed my bags and I went to Adelaide and Tristan they didn't really know what was happening like that it was like that was really happening and i think i went there for a week which is always like the best thing for me sometimes i feel like i i'm using them to like to heal myself but honestly honest to god i would choose staying with tristan and adelaide over therapy any day because oh gosh anyway we're gonna talk about that after this but yeah I remember doing that and I remember coming back home afterwards my aunt was looking for me I remember coming home I'd left my window open I found so many like notes sticky notes that she'd thrown through the window because she was looking for me because she was so worried because she knew I had spoken to her I'm like yo I feel like it's unfair that with everything that's happening I'm getting blamed I didn't even know about this stuff but I'm getting you know, it, it, it's never a good thing to be told you're being a, a, a homewrecker and to top it all, to be told like, there's kids are going to grow up without a dad because of you, you know, because I know what it feels like to grow up without a, a, a dad kind of thing. And I know how much like Kaylee and like how much she really adored her dad. And to me, that was like, oh my gosh, what have I done? I mean, what have I not done? You know, it's not like, I didn't know something was happening months before that. I did. I suspected. I saw things. I never said it to my aunt. She found out. And actually, she was upset with me for not telling her what I knew when she found out. And I was just like, yo, dude, I didn't want to be, you know, you can't just say stuff like that without proof. But now there was proof. There was texts. There were pictures. Like, there was a lot of people talking about it, how what they'd seen. And... The fact that I was taking the blame hurt and that my family just sidelined me after that hurt. I've been so grateful for having my own space, but it really hurt. And I really went through it. I, I, I don't know. I remember just like throwing myself into school again. Academics are my go-to thing. So then the whole year passed. My family kind of sidelined me. I, you know what, I'm used to it, I don't have to be used to it, but I'm used to it, used to be always being shut out of the family and being pushed aside, that's okay, I've gotten, like, I've gotten pretty well with, like, being used to it, right, but then, last Friday, my aunt sends me a picture, and in this picture, tell me why, in this picture, 
my uncle got married to the woman that he denied you know he denied ever having anything with you know he legit like he denied it all the 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 same woman we had to go through so much mental trauma emotional exhaustion over he went and married that woman that person and my family knew i didn't i was never told which hurts you know because it just goes to show that my family are just like well your family but you're not they go out of their way to not include me in things it's not i wanted to be there but like i would have loved to know you know but yeah so she sent me this picture and my grandmother talks to me she tells me the story and i i i genuinely like my aunt sent me the message and i opened it and i read it and i didn't respond to her the whole day i think i didn't respond to her till the next day actually because I just saw this picture and I cried because first of all I went through so much like horse dookie because of this whole situation I was mentally abused by these people you know only for them for it to be true and for these people to act as if this whole marriage did not cause a lot of depressive episodes anxiety panic attacks they just went with it they just supported their family their brother whatever i actually don't really care and i remember being so upset so upset so hurt and actually needing like actually needing an apology because i felt like they owed me that i thought my mom I genuinely like I haven't actually spoken to my mom since I got that text because I feel like she owes me an apology. She sent me a really hurtful text, you know? And she knows that like the whole dad thing is one of like my biggest struggles and she she threw that in my face. And for her to just casually go with her brother's new whatever family venture and not apologize to me. I thought that wasn't fair. I wanted everyone involved to apologize to me. Actually, I still want everyone involved to apologize to me for calling me names, for all those emotional things they put me through because what the hell? But apart from all that, what really hurt me is that yet again, another man that i really looked up to that i really loved that made me have that hope that you know what maybe not all men are bad and maybe things are gonna be okay yet again that person has just you know i've lost that person in my family in my like like my my generic family of course and that's probably like the reason why I haven't been able to focus or study because it keeps bothering me. It's bothering me. To, even now when I talk about it, I feel like there's more I want to say, but I don't know how to say it. And it hurts, hurts the, the fact that these people used me, abused me, and called me all sorts of names 
attacked on my weak points made me feel like i wasn't worthy and i didn't deserve to be part of their family or whatever only for these things that they uh, they denied and these things that they blamed on me to be true you know it hurts it really does and it sucks but anyway i am done making excuses i love my uncle i will always love him he has always been there for me in the hardest times he's always come through for me but i don't need to love him and be in his life at this point i don't really care he made his decision it's very disappointing and i need i think the one thing i need to work on is stop blaming myself for other people's actions and stop making excuses for them but with that being said as much as this whole thing has hurt me and has made it really difficult for me to trust anyone you know only like anyone basically it's very hard now for me to trust people i think i'm back to that black and white <laughs> i'm there i don't have gray areas i don't i i am not accepting of mistakes you know and i i keep like snapping at the wrong people and i apologize to all my friends that I've really been like a really terrible friend to the past few days. I'm really sorry. But the truth is that I'm back to that being black and white. It's either I trust you implicitly and know that you'll never hurt me or I don't. And I'm always guessing your intentions and I think you're going to hurt me. And although like I'm having trouble and I'll probably have a lot of trouble committing to or trusting another man again. I have to say I do have... An example, I have somebody who I know for a fact that he will never purposely hurt me, you know? He wouldn't go out of his way to make me feel like a shitty human being and make me hate myself and make me want to, like, just be like, why the hell am I on earth? Like, why am I this person? Why do I belong? Why do I need to be here? He'll never do that. And that person's Tristan. And I think I've spoken about Tristan and Adelaide a while, but I think what with my my uncle, it wasn't a choice, you know. He was my family. He, I mean, it was his choice. He he, you could have just chosen to just ignore his sister's kids. He didn't have to mind us. But with Tristan, he was not related to me at all, you know. And I think looking back, I've always been like. The first time we met and he was very like nice and very approachable and very like interested in knowing who I was and what I was about. I used to genuinely be like, why? Like, what do you want kind of thing? And I think he probably would say the same thing. He'll probably be like, yeah, she was very like aloof about it. I wasn't like rude, but I wasn't very open to he's wanting to be my friend being like yo dude what's up tell me about you and i was very close off and he like he stuck around and i think when everything's said and done i know for a fact that people i always say this and people take it very lightly when i say he's genuinely my best friend he is like the older brother that my mom should have given birth to but i'm glad she didn't because we probably would really hate each other and we probably have same traumatic (laughs) experiences and not love each other 
but he's generally that big brother he's generally that father figure like when he needs to be he's genuinely my voice of reason like when i know i'm about to make a shitty decision i know i can go to him and be like yo bro so this is what i'm thinking what do you think and i know that his uh, advice won't be out of spite or hate he will genuinely tell me something that i really need like not something i need to hear but something that is a priority like something that seriously needs to be done about a situation he won't sugarcoat things for me and i'm very grateful for him for being like so real because like i said i'm i have trouble with that i have trouble with realizing that people have genuine intentions so so to my big brother who's like the most amazing i feel like everyone should have tristan in their lives but then i'm also like i don't really want you guys to have a trust in your lives because it's like it's like my thing and Nomi's thing we don't really need you any other people to have you know (laughs) we don't want to share him like that but i feel like if i have to people really need a trust in their lives and yeah so that's just something i've been dealing with having to just realize that as much as i want my uncle in my life and i want him to value me and i want him to love me and talk to me again i deserve so much better i will not ignore the fact that i really deserve an apology from them and i want an apology i'm still like very stuck on that i want them to apologize to me i also won't ignore the fact that i really like need to stop painting everyone with the same brush um, i have trouble i feel like all my male friends will be like you're always being such a b-word to us because even though when we try to be like so close to you you're always keeping us like like six feet <laughs> six feet apart you know kind of thing because i genuinely just don't trust them like that i feel like yeah sure we're friends but i feel like i'm just waiting for them to disappoint me and i'm just waiting for for their male gene to just show up and do what they do best which is be trash (laughs) uh i mean i'm sorry Uh, not everyone's trash but there's pretty trashy people anyway and i need to know that there are some people who knowingly hurt you and knowingly neglect you those are people like my dad my dad knowingly neglected us it's not like he didn't know my dad my mom had kids i mean they had four kids together it was his decision he made that decision you know and some people don't have the luxury of making that decision and i need to i need to separate the two i need to be able to be like okay this person hasn't done anything to me you know i need to start meeting people and not having preconceived like opinions of them i'm like okay he's a dude so what exactly is his thing is he about to come and lie to me is he about to disappoint me i should just every time i meet people i need to start looking at them in a new light to be like a new clean slate i don't know them i need to learn them first before i can reach a conclusion i need to start pushing people away I need to do all these things. I don't know how to do them. I don't know if I'll be able to do them anytime soon, which hurts because I genuinely like 
I feel like I genuinely crave companionship, but my fear of getting hurt and disappointment kind of ends up clouding that need and me just being like no I don't need anyone I'm fine by myself whereas I really need people around me I need my people kind of thing and yeah so that's that Uh, I guess if you're gonna take anything from this whole rant it's that you should just realize that you need to stop making excuses for other people people do things knowing what they're doing especially things that affect others people make these decisions knowing no one makes the decisions without thinking about it even if they thought about it for two seconds they still thought about it so you need to know that sometimes people are going to disappoint you and that people who people who you genuinely love and trust and look up to are the ones who might actually hurt you the most and you need to look out for things like do their actions frequently contradict their words like are they always saying one thing but acting another or are they acting one way but saying the other look for these things like i think like when you love people you tend to overlook the things they do and you tend to like be very you know not very like lenient on those things but excuse me you need to really look at those things like stop frequently making excuses for yourself other people for the reason they hurt you if people hurt you i think it's safe to very much say it like tell people what they made you feel because no one's allowed to make you feel any other way except for yourself and if it hurts you tell them tell people be like yo dude what you did hurt my feelings I think you need to apologize to me and if you don't want to that's okay but I wanted you to know that you hurt my feelings kind of thing you know and always look at things like do people turn things around on you as if their actions are your fault this whole story was just me getting hurt by the fact that someone did something wrong and they turned it all they made me their scapegoat and in the end what's done in the dark came to light and no one wants to acknowledge the fact that when shit hit the fan people turned on me and i wasn't even directly involved in this like i knew stuff that i hadn't said that had been happening for months and when someone else like outed the people people turned on me because i was an easy target i was the younger target I was the one with the issues, you know. Oh, yeah, Esther's always, like, her dad, her mom, mommy issues, daddy issues. So if we attack her and throw this on her, it's going to look like, yeah, well, she grew up without a dad. So it wouldn't be a problem if she ruined it for someone else, you know. So just look at if people do that to you. And if they do, you need to cut them off. Like, either you confront them or you just let it go leave them like excuse yourself from the situation especially if it hurts you so if you're ever in doubt you know so i mean you may have far greater self-esteem than i did or than i do 
but you may still find yourself feeling confused and conflicted in relationships and it can be tough to see things for what they are when you're emotionally invested or involved in the situation so whenever you'll find yourself in a situation where you don't know if you're wrong if the other if people are just like like just trying to make you feel like you're wrong and make you feel like a horrible person ask yourself like what would i tell a friend if she or he was in my my shoes like if someone was going through a situation where people were deliberately hurting her making her feel less than they that she should what would you do how would you deal how would you advise your friend in that situation kind of thing you know and the odds are you know the truth and the truth is the wisest thing you need to do you know you need to ask yourself am i going to treat myself with kindness or am i going to walk away from what i know is not right for me and that is the best gift you could ever give yourself so if you ever leave if you ever take anything from me if you ever learn anything from me is that i don't think anyone deserves to be treated less than they deserve no one deserves to be in a situation that hurts them it doesn't matter who it's from it might be your family no one deserves to be hurt by the people they're supposed to love or who are supposed to love them and if you see people hurting you making your mental health very like unstable then you need to cut people off like it's gonna hurt but after a while it's gonna be okay it's not gonna stay bad forever and there are people who love you people who genuinely want to see you prosper and those people would never hurt you intentionally they have your best intentions at heart and always pray i'm christian so i always try to pray about it first ask god for wisdom and guidance and help and it helps a lot so you can also pray you know and get some sleep and talk about it i'm the best i'm the worst person to be telling you guys this because i'm genuinely recording a podcast venting instead of actually looking for help because i feel like there's a lot of stuff i need to deal with before i can fully say i'm okay because i'm not but talk about it if you're comfortable if you know that if you know the words i think my fear of talking about it is i don't think if someone was looking at me i'd have the right words to say and i'd fear that maybe i'm making a mountain out of a molehill kind of thing so know that your feelings are valid you're loved you deserve so much better you're beautiful even if you don't feel like it you are beautiful and yeah have a lovely evening or day you guys thank you for listening and i might i think i've done two episodes in a row now so that's probably a sign that i might disappear for a while (laughs) but i'll try not to disappear and talk and come back and do a recording and yeah i love you guys and bye